0: Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. With me today is CEO and CIO Chris Wallace. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Dan. Good to be here. Chris, good to have you. And here we are, just wrapped up the month of January. And you know, as we headed into January, we had pretty low prospects for the market. And I would say that you know that was certainly fulfilled, um, really until probably the last trading day of, of the month. Uh, but here we are, you know, the SP is down about four and a half percent. do you think that we're beginning to give back some of those 2021 returns that we pull forward?
1: Yeah, without question. Um, And it was interesting. I mean, clearly, uh, the market, the market, I guess, meaning Wall Street really needed to paint the tape on that last trading day. And so they made sure to to mark up the most important stocks in the broader averages going into the final month. So it wouldn't look as uh, bad as it otherwise would have. And we had reached oversold levels. Um, And then, you know, you, you get a little bounce the next two days, and then earnings come out, and we're starting to see divergences again. So Um, You know, we're going to struggle again in this first half. I just think as long as the Fed is going to continue to pull liquidity away from the market, that's going to pressure asset prices. As it relates to the rate increases, I think most of the rate increases are priced in. Um, The two years trading around 117, 118, that's probably about all the economy can handle. Um, And we're starting to see the curve between twos and tens flatten. Uh, and the implied range for the 10-year and the 30-year is also narrowing, and we're seeing the dollar breakout. So these are all classic signs of an economic slowdown, um, and I suspect the data is going to start to say as much.
0: Right. Uh, speaking of slowdown, so I had actually uh, flipped through New York Times this week. I saw a Gallup poll. Um, that poll had said the share of Americans that are rating the U.S. economy as either excellent or good is at a lowly 18%. Um, really, they, they had pointed to a couple of different things. And, you know, a lot of negative media focused on inflation, um, difficulty with childcare, public transportation concerns. We've got shipping delays. Uh, maybe most importantly, the, the kind of the COVID overhang. Um, so do you think that the, you know, the economic environment is as bad as that, that poll indicates?
1: Yes, is the short answer. Um, you know, it, it's just now starting to manifest itself in equity prices. And we just can't, uh, you know, understate the impact of having excessive transfer payments to the tune of about 7% of GDP to support economic activity in households for uh, 2020 and, and part of 2021. And then you remove that income, but you still have the lingering impacts of the inflation that it caused. So you know, for the the bulk of the households out there, it's a very difficult environment. The vast majority of households don't own assets. They didn't feel the wealth effect, but they are experiencing higher food costs. They are experiencing, you know, lack of goods, inadequate services. Um, So it's a real issue. There's no question. It's, It's a difficult environment out there. And asset holders will begin to experience that as well.
0: Yeah, you know, and kind of a little bit further on that, you know, we saw the ADP jobs data um, out today that showed negative growth. Uh, we've, as you mentioned, you know, we've witnessed the government transfer payments; they've begun to go away, or they have been gone away. Um, and while at the same time, we're witnessing inflation; it's risen more quickly than wages. So, you know, for me, this sounds like a, a really painful road ahead for both investors and people in general. Um, do you, yeah. do you, would you agree with that?
1: I I would, and I think investors have become a little too complacent because everything worked. For the last uh, couple of years, and really since 2016, broadly, people have been able to make money. But coming out of 2016 and the sell offs that we saw in the fourth quarter of 2018 and 19, and certainly 20, every one of those have been supported, and we got the recovery because of just unbelievable levels of monetary stimulus. And unfortunately, because of uh, the impact of COVID and some policy choices we've made along the way, we now have an environment that becomes uh, pro-inflationary with excess monetary stimulus. So this correction is starting because we're removing liquidity, and there will be some winners, and there will be a lot of losers, and, and stocks out there that were built around narratives will have a problem. Stocks out there that have fundamentals will be fine. You're seeing that in the earnings already. Google had a very good quarter. Uh, They won't talk about first quarter trends. I I don't blame them because we know ad trends are slowing and and turning down. And then you have PayPal that really struggles because they were benefiting from a lot of the transfer payments. So the reality of how much of the economic strength the last two years was transitory will come out over the next two quarters. And I think the real challenge for investors is going to be the, the earnings this, this period for the fourth quarter will be fine. Outlooks will be somewhat muted, but then we're going to get worsening data. I know the White House came out this week and said expect a bad jobs report because of Omicron. Uh, you know, that it's not just because of Omicron. Yeah, it'll have an influence, but it has a lot more to do with a $1.3 trillion fiscal cliff money coming out of the economy that was otherwise there in 2021 which represents about four percent of GDP which if we had a four percent GDP contraction that would be you know a very significant recession borderline depression Um, and the reality is we're gonna that's gonna play out on the fiscal side and the private sector really can't make it up Um, so we're gonna see uh, some significant slowing uh, earnings and economic data in the first quarter is going to be worse than the fourth quarter and earnings and economic data in the second quarter is going to be worse than it's going to be in this current first first quarter. So without that liquidity back support for the market, I just think we're going to see a lot of volatility. Um, the, you know, the good news is, you know, this is something that um, managers can prepare for and we've, we've certainly prepared for it. We feel great about what well, we have in our portfolios, and we plan to take advantage of this volatility. So I would I would hope we can start to bottom from an economic growth standpoint um, and an expectation standpoint later in the second quarter. It may take until we get to third quarter earnings uh, or even potentially through midterm elections, but uh, volatility is is an active manager's friend for sure. So, but strap in, hold on. It's not going to be the way it was, and in twenty and twenty one for sure.
0: For sure. Well, good. Well, I think that's a good place to stop for this week. It's a couple quick hits, and uh, sounds like we got some new data points coming out next week, specifically around jobs data. So we'll catch back in uh, next week and take a look at those and see how things are starting to shake out. Sounds good, Dan. Thanks, Chris. The views, information, and/or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services